Welcome to Q&A Selling Online with answers to questions about creating an online empire, promoting products, or building a brand. Your host, private label and e-commerce entrepreneur, Quinn Amorm. Hello, friend. Welcome to the show. Hope you're doing fantastic. And today's show is brought to you by me and me only, just the way we like it, completely ad-free. Now, before I get into the show, I want to remind you that if you go to QASellingOnline.com, where this podcast is hosted, you're going to see a contact us form, and you're also going to see a Ask Quinn, a button that you can click and record your own question using your own voice. Of course, you're not going to use somebody else's, but uh, you can, if you want your question answered on the show, if you want to ask it yourself, I would I would use that sound on the podcast and then I'll answer your question just like today's episode is a question from Joe and I'll get to it in a minute so uh, to do so you just go to qasellingonline.com and you will see a button that says talk to Quinn or ask Quinn I can't remember there you go I just had a quick look at it and it's actually says start recording and there's a microphone so if you want to ask Quinn a question, send a voice message to Quinn Amorm. Is your microphone ready? Then step one says record. Step two, listen. Step three, send. So you get to listen before you even send it. This is just fantastic, right? So go there right now. QASellingOnline.com. Just the way it is pronounced. It's a Q and an A and selling online all together no spaces no dashes no numbers no nothing absolutely qasellingonline.com so let's get into today's question i'll play the question here and then i'll answer it hi quinn this is joe from florida the guy who worked at anheuser-busch the beer factory well i got two products on amazon now and um i was able to sell through q4 um, I had some success, but um, some failure. One product, apparently I have bought too much stock. And by February, I have to either remove it or pay a heavy storage fee. And the other product is selling pretty good two to three um, items per day. Um, but the one item that's not selling is a really inexpensive item. It's less than uh, $10. And now I have it marked down to $7. My main problem is PPC. I really can't get a handle on it. So if you could do a show going in deep on that, that would be very helpful for my next product. I would call these two products, my first two products, failures. But as you always say, um, that's uh, a learning experience. So I'm going to keep on going. And I'll be listening for your show for PPC. Thanks a lot, Quinn. Joe from Florida. Joe from Florida. Welcome back, Joe. And yes, of course, I remember Anyauser Bush Beer Factory. That is that's great. I always imagine what kind of cool jobs are happening in that place. Like blows my mind that you could work at a beer factory, maybe doing sampling, you know, quality control. That that would be great. 
Anyway, glad to see that you launched two products, but unfortunately it looks like one of them isn't doing great. So let's see what we can do about it. The good news is that after February, there won't be any more payments for products that have been at the warehouse for under a year. But if your product has been at the warehouse for over a year, so for more than 12 months, they will start charging you every month from there on anyway. But if it's been there like three, four, six months after February, it's the last payment. And then after 12 months, you start paying for that again. So you have a few options when it comes to, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. One is dropping the price and try to sell out, which it looks like you already did already, right? It was a $10 product and you dropped it to seven. The other one is to create a removal order. This will cost you about 50 cents per each unit. And then Amazon will ship these units to your place, to wherever it is that you want them. But if you do this and you want to continue to sell this item, you don't remove them all because then you will have, um, they will not allow you to send them back in for, I believe, 90 days. Actually, fourth quarter is over, so you may be able to just send them right away. But anyway, leave 60 days of supply at the Amazon's warehouse and remove the rest if this is the, what you want to do, right? The removal order. And then the last option that I can think of is increasing your PPC or actually making it more effective if you already have uh, PPC campaigns running. And this is what you asked about in your message. So let's, let's talk about PPC. Normally, I start uh, all my product launches with an automatic campaign. And I let this run for a week or so, sometimes two weeks. And depending on how much traffic that ad is getting, how much attention that that listing is getting, right? Now, what this does, it's going to let Amazon tell me what search terms are being used by the customers. And from here, I'm going to use those search terms in my manual campaign plus keywords that I'm going to generate from those search terms. I'm going to use those particular search terms and then generate new search terms from those. And each manual advertising campaign can have up to a thousand keywords. And some products can have two, three, four ads with a thousand keywords each. So for example, the Bluetooth speaker that I always talk about, if you have a Bluetooth speaker and you want to create an advertising campaign, you start the campaign and then pop put up a thousand keywords into one ad then because that's your limit 999 and then you create a new ad and you put another 999 depending on how much how many keywords you came up with during your keyword research and you know for something like a bluetooth speaker that could be called so many different things uh, and including the long tail the long tail keywords right is the one the keywords that are not just like bluetooth or speaker that's a keyword but it's only one word a long tail keyword is wireless waterproof Bluetooth speaker that's a long tail keyword or either something like uh, waterproof Bluetooth speaker wireless black so you add a cutter a color and that is a long tail keyword as well and those long tail keywords the longer the keyword the cheaper it gets because a lot of the marketers out there, the so-called marketers on, um, I was going to say Facebook, but um, Amazon, uh, I don't know if it's too lazy 
or what, but a lot of people just use the simple uh, generic keywords that everybody does, and that's why some of them ha are very expensive to bid on, right? Like Bluetooth speaker or wireless speaker, that kind of stuff. Try to elongate, their, although use those as well. I, don't forget to use those as well. Use everything, and then you, you're gonna you're gonna optimize them with time. But I'll, I'll get I'll get to that in a second. So uh, how do I get these keywords? Is of course software. Software that I use. If you want to use a free one, one of the free keyword tools that I use is called Keyword.io. And of course, I used Helium 10 uh, and Scope, uh, and those are paid. But Keyword.io is completely free, and that's all it is. Keyword.io. You enter the search term that you, that you have. You pick Amazon.com. You can pick Amazon. You can pick Google. You can pick eBay. It's going to search inside each of one of those platforms that you pick. You're going to pick Amazon.com, and you're going to let it generate results. Then you copy those results. You can uh, copy and paste them. That's, that's what I do, uh, and it's probably easier. You can download them into Excel sheets. I just copy and paste them. Then you enter a new search term with different words. If you had Bluetooth speaker, the next time you're just going to enter wireless speaker, you know, that kind of stuff. And then it's going to generate a different set of results uh, in most situations. And you copy them and post those again. You get another 200, another 300 keywords. And if you have any other keyword tools that you already use, Feel free to use those as well, of course. Now, uh, where was I? Uh, creating the campaign. And now when creating this manual campaign, you can create several ads inside this campaign. If you do so, make sure you name each one differently so you know which one is which and when you can want to compare what is performing, what isn't, and all that stuff. Uh, I say that because I sometimes have lots of ads and at the beginning I used to name them all just, I don't know, Bluetooth manual ad or something. And everything was called the same. And it's hard to, to know which one is the one that you were just in trying to tweak things up. Okay. Now, there's a few things that work in favor and a few things that work against PPC campaigns that are not controlled inside the campaign manager. Okay. This is important to know. Things that work against your campaign or in favor of your campaign, depending, but you cannot control them inside your campaign manager. There's things that are outside. And one is the relevancy of the keywords to that category. Okay, The keywords that you're using have to be relevant to your product. They have to be relevant to the category or subcategory that your product is listed in. And sometimes people post an item on different categories, different subcategories that it belongs, and they're trying to escape the competition. But and, and it, it does work for those purposes to escape competition and to become the the best seller of, of that subcategory where it doesn't belong. That still works. But Amazon's algorithms are going to track the relevancy. And in a situation like that, the ad doesn't even show up. When people search for Bluetooth speaker, and if you're selling your Bluetooth speaker in the baby section, in the baby clothing section or something like that, and somebody searches for Bluetooth speaker, yours is not going to show up, okay? Because it is not relevant in the category that is listed. And in that, it's, even if you have the highest bid, if you have the highest bid and if you want uh, Joe or anybody else that's listening, if you ever want to try this, 
uh, I guess I don't recommend you trying it. But anyway, even if you have the highest bid, it's not going to show up. People can search for your Bluetooth speaker that's being sold in the kids section, and it's not going to show up. Okay. Um, at, the, at first, at first it will, but as soon as the algorithm has enough information to track your relevancy, then it will just stop showing up. Okay. Now, at this stage, you probably already ran automatic campaigns uh, because you've been selling for a while. So you can go to that campaign that you ran before and download the advertising report. You know, even if your campaign is not active right now, if you turned it off a while back and you saw that it wasn't working or you took out of the keywords, you can still go back and download this advertising report. And you're going to open this advertising report, preferably on Excel sheet, and you're going to see all the search terms, what people search to, what people searched when they found your product. Okay. And this is actually the, one of the main reasons I don't like selling products under $20 is because since they're so cheap to source, there's going to be millions of sellers out there that have the ability to go source them as well. And, and then the PPC bid starts going up and up and you're bidding, everybody of course is bidding against each other. And then you ended up bidding a $2 for a keyword that even if the person clicks on it and buys you something, it's going to give you a $1 profit at the end. And it just becomes so competitive on low-priced products that it, because everybody can, can source the exact same ones. And most of the people starting out, they go with the low-hanging fruit. Uh, and the low-hanging fruit is not always the tastiest, right? The tastiest is the one at the top. But of course, not everybody can get there from the start. So we start as, as low as we can and we grow from there. Now, another external factor that I believe that influences the, the pay-per-click is the CTR. And the CTR is just the click-through rate. It's the percentage of people that the ad was actually shown to versus the amount of people that actually clicked on your ad. Basically, it's the engagement of the ad. It's the ad's engagement. On, on other platforms, the CTR has to do mostly with uh, copywriting uh, in the image, right? You go create an ad on Facebook, you're going to have a long form, short form ad, whatever it is, and you're going to have a nice image, of course, that's going to get people's attention to it. While on Amazon, uh, there, it, it's, there's no copywriting visible to the person that's going to see that ad. The only thing they're going to see is the thumbnail of your product and a bit of the title of that product. So if you have a good image with all the white space around the product being cropped out, your thumbnail is going to stand out more. So all that white space that is around your product, if you can remove that to leave it that 90% of your picture is actually your product and no, no more white space, you notice that your thumbnail is going to stand out. It's going to look a lot bigger. All right, so let's say this again. From a manual campaign... You create an ad with up to a thousand keywords inside each ad. At this time, you're going to use the campaign suggested bid. When you start a campaign, it's going to suggest a bid and you're going to take that bid for now. Then as time goes by, you're going to tweak each one of those keywords up or down depending on the ACOS or the number of impressions that you get. Okay, the ACOS is the advertising cost of sales for you guys uh, new to the show. It's just how much money you have to spend to generate a sale uh, percentage-wise, okay? Now, for example, 
If keywords don't receive any impressions, because you're gonna get a ton of keywords that don't get any impressions, and this is gonna mean that from the beginning, uh, the, the low, uh, the bid is too low, the low is too bid, uh, or the, the second option would be that the, the keywords are actually not relevant. Now, if you believe that uh, it is relevant, you go there, you increase the bid for each one of those keywords, and then you give it a few days to test, all right? So there's keywords that are not getting any impressions, meaning nobody's seeing them, so you're bidding too low. You increase the bid for those keywords until you start seeing impressions. Impressions means uh, that ad was shown to 1,000 people, 100 people, 2,000, 10,000, and then the more people to see your ad, of course, the more people are gonna click on it. Let's hope so, right? Now, as for the ACOS, that's the second thing that you have to track on, on your advertising. You're gonna see if your ACOS is too low, that means you're spending too much for every sale you get. You need your ACOS to be as low as possible. As low as possible, okay? A lot of people can say, oh, I have an ACOS super low of 5%, but when in reality 5% compared to 50% of a product that is way more expensive, dollar-wise, that 50% could be better, right? But that's a different conversation right now. You always want the ACOS to be as low as possible, always. So you go to your campaign and you click on the ad and then you open the ad and you select to view by the highest number of clicks. And this is how you're gonna reduce your ACOL, ACOS, sorry, your ACOL. You're gonna select and you're gonna view by the highest number of clicks. Whatever got the most amount of clicks is gonna show up first on your list, okay? Now you're gonna look at these clicks and you see which ones did not generate any sales. And you're gonna start removing keywords that have been clicked several times, but have never converted. And my rule of thumb is something that I learned with Brian, the PPC master, that anything above five to 10 clicks without a sale starts to worry me. So you can pause them, you can delete them, and you can set them as negative exact keywords so you never have to pay for them again. Or you can do is delete them and create a new ad inside the same campaign with a very low bid, you know, two cents per keyword, whatever it is, just so they are active. You are, um, you are bidding on these keywords, just you're bidding two cents only. If somebody clicks on it and buys your product, yeah, perfect. You're gonna have an ACOS of 0.0, .0 something depending on, of course, on the price of your product. But that is the maintenance that you have to do. You're gonna create one campaign with several ads in it with 1,000 keywords in each, long tail keywords, short tail keywords, with no tail, whatever. You're gonna put all those keywords in there. You have to make sure, of course, if you're gonna have uh, five, 6,000 keywords, you wanna make sure that all those keywords are relevant but at the beginning, you may not have the time or the patience to do so. So you're gonna let it run for a few days. You're gonna, you're gonna have a budget, of course. So you're gonna set your budget on the campaign. And when I'm every time I start talking about ads and campaigns, my mind starts going towards Facebook because I, I do that very often, pretty much every day for the last few years. So I start running towards Facebook and I start imagining it. But you can also, you control your budget, of course, with Amazon as well and Facebook, any other advertising campaign or platform, you always control your own budget. You control 
your your daily budget and that's what you're going to do you're going to set a daily budget and that daily budget sometimes can go a little bit over or can stay a little bit below so don't worry what that daily average is going to do is going to level itself out over the period of a month so if you set that you want to pay let's say ten dollars per day that is a total of three hundred dollars per month so if you spend fifteen dollars today tomorrow you only have five to spend and that's how it runs although if if you spend tomorrow another 10 at the end of the month it's going to stop at your 300 dollars budget that's basically all it is and often go into your campaign open ads go to the level at each keyword and you're going to see if each one of these keywords is performing the ones that are not performing if if they don't have impressions that means you're too low increase it a bit always keep an eye on that acos although acos is not the most important metric acos like i said the advertising cost of sales is important and i know the price point of your product so acos is very important but the most important thing that everybody needs to know is profit acos does not always mean profit okay profit is number one that's what you got to focus on and that's what I'm going to leave you with. That's all for today. So, Joe, thank you so much for uh, sending these questions. I really love hearing from you. I hope you're doing great. And I hope this works for you. Try it out. Let me know. And to everybody else listening, to everybody else listening, uh, feel free to go to qasellingonline.com. Do just like Joe. Click on that button. Record a message. And if I start getting more messages, I'll upgrade that to instead of 90 seconds to have an unlimited time. So you can talk to me for hours if you want. Right now it's uh, 90 seconds, so you can do multiples of 90 seconds because I just have the free version there. That is it for today. So remember, start grateful, stay positive, and always profit. Have a great one.